Greetings, fellow Slingers. Welcome back to World of Hard 20 Podcast. It is I, your trusted GM, Brian, welcoming you once again. Episode 61. Well, I have to say that this latest episode left me with a uh, conundrum, which kind of worked itself out on its own, but it really has opened my eyes to how different generations view the game and how it's played. So you're just going to have to excuse me for a few moments as I digress on this intro like I normally do. Uh, you know, while one might be knowledgeable about the rules, it is possible that one may not know the spirit of the game. And while there should never be an adversarial relationship between the GM and the players, there should be a challenge presented from both sides of the screen. That goes with our unwritten contract that both players and GMs share, that they will enjoy the game with one another, and they will not go out of their way to stymie the game or curtail it or or somehow sabotage it, whether it's through limelighting or cutting off other people or just being rude in general. Not only is it the GM's place to make sure that that doesn't happen, it's also the GM's place to provide a narrative for the players to go through. Along said adventure, the players will meet NPCs, monsters, villains, and other challenges that should elicit a sense of danger uh, to one degree or another. If a player thinks all these challenging instances should just be hand-waved because a player thinks the GM shouldn't be adversarial or is presenting a challenging opportunity that maybe is just not a walk in the park, then what's the purpose of being a hero in a fantasy game if the challenge no longer exists? And along the same thought, why monsters? Why do they exist? Why have a dungeon with danger, why have a master villain pulling the strings, finally culminating to why present the adventure at all. After all, all of the adventure paths are designed to put the PCs in a situation they must overcome, either through leveling up, mechanics, or ingenuity. <laughs> Imagine that. In most cases, all three combined. That's why the APs have markers where, at those beats, the PCs should be at a specific level. Why? because there's going to be challenges they will have to deal with and overcome, not just walk through or worse, walk over. So to all those entitled, rules-flaunting, mannerless, self-proclaimed victims of society, I, as well as other GMs, DMs, handlers, judges, refs, keepers, and all the other facilitators of the game who present a challenge that you must overcome to be victorious in the adventure path should not, nor will not, Relent in presenting said challenges because it's through the struggle that we grow and level up. Character death is not the end of the world, and it does not mean the GM is out to get you or is adversarial or hungers for players' death with glee. It's very sad to see how Watsi raised their player base. Everyone gets a trophy, and you win just by showing up. A player base that lacks introspective or self-awareness, but has no problem assigning blame. It's a game. Grow up. In fact, why don't we just warm up our dice and top off our glasses, roll the hard 20 presents, episode 61 of our Dragon's Demand run-through, Arcturic's Tomb.
I can't even remember the last few days. <laughs> I know that just, I don't even know what it was. I said, Tony, what kind of beer is that? Oh, that's the beer it came with. I'm like, yeah, but I mean, this shit is, is powerful. He's like, ah, I ain't so bad. You know, this is the, the way they, <laughs> they serve it in Germany. I'm like, okay. So as I'm drinking this, this stein of beer, I'm slowly sliding down the couch to eventually I'm fully horizontal on the couch at that point. And, but it, it was good times. So we had a good time. Holy you shit. and I had a good time. Oh, yeah. I'm still finishing up some of the micheladas that we got the <laughs> other day. Dude, that was so good. That was a good time. In fact, we uh, we were eating at this one restaurant, and then we were walking away, and we started talking about micheladas, and then uh, we we got halfway through the spectrum <laughs> and turned around and went back and found another bar. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. God. A fucking spectrum that place is crazy yeah it's it's huge now there's it's so packed with people so but it was funny because when we were sitting in the bar at the at the first restaurant we could see through all the windows we could see my son working the restaurant across <laughs> the way uh, was, yeah it was pretty cool so keeping my there. eye on you young man that's right yeah boy i'm watching you now boy so how's everyone been doing since uh last two weeks actually because uh mm -hmm. i got stuck in california who are you people? That's right. What's your name? Yeah. <laughs> Good to meet you, David. Nice to meet you. Hello. Everyone wearing their name Dave. tags. Good to see you. Hi. Talk about my alcoholism. I believe we have a ghost to deal with. Nope, not yet. Actually, you still got a oh. door to deal with, but let me lead us mm -hmm. in to begin with. Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to World of Hard 20 Podcast. It is I, your trusted GM, Brian, welcoming you to another episode of our Dragon's Demand run through episode 61 and with me, the Hard Slingers. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh. So, <laughs> oh. As, I, as I described mm. in the previous episode, you guys came across a ghost, possibly of Tula Belheim. Seemed pretty uh, legit. Who knows? You guys described to her why you were there. You were looking for some weapons to help deal with a Teparax. She said that she knew an Teparax, and it's highly improbable that it is that this dragon's still alive. But if you wanted her weapons, she'd be more than happy to give them to you if you could go and retrieve her deceased husband's wedding band and bring it back to her. Apparently, his tomb is on the opposite side of her tomb because they had a bit of a falling out while she was still alive, in fact, just before her demise. As you guys descended down a iron staircase that led down to a giant circular room with a door against the east wall. This room was uh, 25 feet in diameter. The floor itself had two inches of water. Dempsey, you tried to open the door, stumbled back, fell in the water, extinguished your torch, at the same time, Valadir said, next time, I got you, and he is going to grant you aid on the next time you do it. Unfortunately, for some of you that do not have dark vision, you are plunged into the darkness. However, those of you that don't, you just see the baffling look on your comrade's face. Yeah, so you just hear Dempsey, huh, huh, what, what, what's, what do you, some light, some, get some light. I will reach down and fish the torch out of the water. Yeah, and you can see it. It's like I said, it's only two inches deep, so you readily see its outline right there. It's not like making a search I, or anything. 
will pick it up. And so let me know if this is uh, something that prestidigitation will do. Prestidigitation can be used to clean things. Is there any way that it would uh, clean, dry off the torch? I would say it could probably knock the water off of it. Sure. Okay. I mean, if it's cleaning off dirt and mud, I think by extension, you could go one step and say dirt, mud, water. Okay. So it would be able to dry something. I could see so that working. I'll <clears throat> move my hand over it a couple times. There might be like little tiny bits of like magic sparks flying. And then afterwards, I will use prestidigitation to light it. You see the circular room once again come alive with this flame as you see the the flames illumination dancing off the ripples of this water at your feet this cold ass water dempsey you're half naked two, just as a man in yourself just, just two large fists right in front of your face because dempsey can't see so he dropped back into like a defensive thing with his back to the door he doesn't do anything but you know his hair is just all like ragged in his face he's got like three days growth of beard and he's like about to punch but he sees who the hell it is he's, he's not on validator's arm <laughs> 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 about to rage you lucky the lights went out otherwise <laughs> that's real embarrassing <laughs> let me put my jacket back on excuse <laughs> so how how are we doing this uh you'll get a uh advantage on opening that door this time around i'm gonna like so Valadir, like when you walk up you know are we just both pushing like muscle man or you do no, he's he okay. gave you Mm -hmm. aid so he's unless he's going to physically be part of it as well and just we go like back to back okay then you won't get the advantage you guys are both no, going to roll together not back to back but i could, I could roll to actually yeah. push the door with him let's see straight strength right yeah 12 and 20 20 30. this time dempsey you're like fuck this door and you put your hands against this thing and you start pushing and as you're pushing you feel what it was you were pushing against and it's basically a good portion of swamp water as this water just comes bolting out past the door it probably must have been easily eight feet deep in this hallway because this stuff just starts just coming Keep going. filling you up like up to nipple high at oh this point God. until eventually the water starts to settle and now at this point you guys are just balls ass cold you could see through the torch which you're trying to hold above your head that this particular hallway is how far is this motherfucker sorry i wrote this thing down. 20 feet in front of you mm -hmm. you got a 10 foot wide hallway 20 feet in front of you is another door at the end of this hallway and now that the water that had been seeping into that hallway has leveled out to both sides this is definitely difficult terrain lily pads with frogs on them and stuff no just ask stone ass cold water all right father hammerbane how tall are you you're a dwarf right i'm underwater <laughs> i would almost say that uh why don't you make a deck save let's see if you manage to skirt your ass back up those those spiral steps before this onslaught of water came upon you nine nine so as you guys are looking around, you don't see the Padre at all. You hear some thrashing about. Oh, yeah, God. Dempsey's going to start looking for him and uh, try to find him. Guerrero, 
Following the bubbles. If he can, he just does like a sailor dive and goes right over and grabs him. Yeah, in the room, like I said, it's mm-hmm. even though it's 25 feet in diameter, you know where about where everybody would be about. So you could you could grip him by the by the beard, by the by the merkin. <laughs> he gets him a nice um like you know, monkey fight, throws him on his shoulders. Okay. Yeah. So now you look like Master Blaster as oh, you yeah. start as you stare at this hallway in front of you. Father Hammerbane, are, are you are you okay now? I'm I'm okay now that Dempsey's helped me. Let's get the hell out of here. I look at me, I'm I'm not built for swimming. I'm wearing heavy armor for God's sake. He starts moving towards the door and you think that he's just gonna barrel straight in, and at the last moment he actually remembers and goes and doesn't hit uh, Hammer Bang right in the <laughs> face on the door. So now you guys are in the hallway at this point? Yes. Yeah. yes. Okay. 20 feet long, door on the opposite side. Still yay high with water to the nipples? Yeah, but it doesn't seem as bad. It almost seems that wherever it was seeping in, it's now starting to, to seep out on mm. the back end, most likely wherever the crack was, wherever the fissure was, was probably in this hallway and had been leaking into the first room where the mm-hmm. stairs descended into. Like the scene from Goonies when they drop the water and it's going down the thingy. Yeah, no, I never saw that movie, so no. <laughs> Everybody has to go to the bathroom. Is this door the same as the one we opened prior? Like, it's a stone door as well. Stone door as well? Yeah. All right, Dempsey, do you want to try to attack this door together? Yeah, let's do this. With the dwarf on the back. Yeah. Take it at a, at a disadvantage if you got hammer vein. <laughs> oh. That's going to be a uh, 10 total. I got a 5. Yeah, you guys are not getting this door moving mm. at right, all. Just losing traction with all the water underneath us. Yeah, Father, I got to put you down for just a second. You're useless. You don't do shit. <laughs> That's how you put him down. Yeah, and your beard looks like crap. Oh, <laughs> that is a thirteen. He's still maybe still he's kind of getting, getting that, that feel door. on. Yeah, it, you're getting that feel, but it's just not there. No, I think he's just gonna um, like take ten. You know, he's gonna look at this thing, take a minute, and really see where the handholds are, and really put his feet into it. Yeah, after, and that would give him a fifteen. Yeah, and you see, and after that, you actually start getting the door. You could tell that that maybe the door wasn't whoever machined it or cut it didn't cut it at right angles it's kind of got a little little lopsidedness to it kind of causing it to wedge itself in the jam and you could see where it might you might be able to exploit your your own focal leverage and you start pushing on it and it actually starts pushing in you eventually get it and you hear this this echoey cough of air almost as if this thing has been sealed for Maybe a couple centuries. Who knows? And you hear this, this feel this damp air, really uh, dusty, dark as shit inside. Where are my dark vision people? Where are they in this in your lineup? Valadair. Um, has dark vision. Yes. Oh, okay. I can see uh, 120 feet. Just Hammerbane, you should be able to see as well. Being a dwarf, huh? you should be as able a to dwarf. See I think yeah, the only I have dark vision. This is your jam of water. water. 
Uh, right. You got your well, scuba. By now, on, the, right? the water's probably down to your knees and whatever was left in that hallway okay. pushed its way into this large room as well. And okay. it started to eke its way back. Maybe there's a slight angle to the hallway that, that returns it back towards the spiral staircase. And Warren, as you're holding the torch, Dempsey, you can now see also, not as well as your other comrades, but you you see this room. It looks similar to the room that you originally found the ghost of Tula in. It's a ovioid, 60 feet from where you are to the opposite wall in the far east. And from north to south, at its widest point, you see it's probably about 40 feet. And like I said, it's, it appears that the water has, has not entered this room at all. Because you see that along the north wall and the south wall are six ornate sarcophagi. Three against the north, three against the south. All angled towards the door. And against the far east wall, you see a dais of stone steps leading up to another more regal looking sarcophagi. What would you like to do? Other than the sarcophagi, is there anything else in this room that uh, decorated it, like Tulus? No, in fact, as you're looking around with your predator vision, you see that the walls of this particular room are completely devoid of any type of murals. The ceiling itself, where Tula had these mosaic reliefs of her on the ceiling and everything, nothing in here. Nothing on the far back wall like she had that large skeletal cranium of a, of a black dragon. Nothing. The only thing you see on the far back wall, like I said, is a dais that leads up to a, a lone sarcophagi just hanging out. Are there um, other torch sconces in here, ideally with unlit torches? No. In fact, you don't okay. see much of anything. Okay. She put them in doghouse. She treated them like trash. Well, except that he also, he has his own servants here, I would assume. Mm. Before we look at this larger one, let's make sure we know what we're dealing with and check out these smaller sarcophagus. I will hand the torch back to Dempsey. I'm assuming you guys are all at the door, like, looking like what the fuck so tell me mm. tell me how you go about your investigation and what what you want to do like what you were saying warren you said you the torch mm -hmm. off the dempsey and dempsey then he'll take it and then um warren will flick a finger at the torch and the torch will brighten so that it is double its usual light radius really starts illuminating the room and then uh i will say why don't we have two of us check out the sarcophagi over there, and the other two will check out here. Let's not touch so, anything just yet. Are you talking about the, the ones in the north and the ones in the south? Correct. Okay. Right, Valadir will start making his way towards the north sarcophagus. Buddy system? Okay. Buddy system? Who's buddy your buddy? System? Yeah. Who's with you, Valadir? Tommy is. Yeah. I'm, I'm staying like a step behind uh, Warren. So I guess those two are going to the north. Dempsey and I will go to the south and just... Yeah. I'd say circle around and kind of meet up back at the west wall. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and as you guys start moving towards these sarcophagi, you really don't have long to determine what they are as the lids begin to rock off all six and pop open. You see hands grab the sides, one of them empty, one of them with steel in it, 
Mm. And before we roll initiative, I want everyone to make a perception check. It's a trap! <laughs> Father oh Hammerbane. 22. Uh, Valadir. 17. 17. Warren. I had an 11. Whatever these things are, I am much more focused on the sarcophagus, and they completely take me by surprise. Dempsey. Nine. Nine. Dempsey, you and Warren, as you are both looking at these two or these three sarcophagi against the south wall, Father Hammerbane, you and Valadir, as you're making your way towards the north, and you, everyone hears these lids pop open, both of you actually look to the east wall and notice that the sarcophagi that's on top of the dais, its lid pops open as well. Oh, <sighs> shit. Now, let's roll some initiative. Sounds Tell like me. some bullshit. <laughs> You're bullshit. Enter the exit. <laughs> there is no exit. You're donezo. Where is the initiative on this? Has it been that long? It's been, it's been a while. Oh, Dempsey. I got 18. Validator. Six. Sixteen? Six. Just six. Oh. Father. Fourteen. Warren. Thirteen. Give me just a half a moment to set this shit up. I still have Heinrich on this thing. Damn, Heinrich. Damn. Wait, he might be there on there for a reason. But he ain't. <laughs> Think of the Johnny Cash, Cash movie. Have to worry too much like, don't say anything thing. like fuck or shit. This is live. Dempsey. So in the room, the sarcophaguses that are closest to Warren and myself, are the things out of them yet? Or they're still like opening them up? They're open and they're rising up. You see the tattered remains of these three individuals. Each one has a sword, a long sword in its hands. You see glowing eyes. You see these elongated teeth and just skin hanging off their skull and patches hair long since fallen out beneath helmeted heads and leather and metal armor as they start looking at you and they start hissing from the master protect the master Dempsey's gonna rage no more and then he's gonna protect his master um, so the closest one, how far away is it? He's probably about 15 feet away from me, the first sarcophagi as you guys started moving towards it. Because as soon as you guys get into the room is when this thing started. All right. Everybody started he, coming out then. Dempsey is going to close the distance, and then he's going to make his attack with his fist. He's got the shield up, comes across with the power right, and he misses. Um, I'm going to go ahead and do action surge. So I can try that again. Does a 19. How's that make you feel? That's going to hit. Okay. Today, that will hit. Yay. So that's nine points of bludgeoning. Okay. And that's what I got. That sounds great. I like that. Jaw, right in the jaw. <laughs> it looks at you and brings its sword down with one hand. 13. Nope. Nope. And then it attempts to grab you or hit you with its open hand hit me with your best shot okay that's gonna be 21 to hit that's a good shot that's a great shot what kind of damage is this for six points of necrotic damage and your maximum hit points are reduced by three points okay do some quick the math. other one pops out 
and starts moving towards you, Warren. Are you where are you at? Are you still by the entrance? Uh, I was he the distance, so right. I was right behind, or I sorry, I was right in front of Dempsey, and so he just rushed past me to take on this thing. So I'm probably about ten feet away from the door. Okay, so this the, the second the one could get to you, but the third one can't. Okay. Hard twenty. <sighs> Oof. So that'll be uh, eight points of slashing damage, and it will try to touch you with its hand as well. Or a four on the die, that's going to miss. The third one will hop out and move towards you, Dempsey, double-handing the sword for a 19 on the die. That'll hit. For eight points of slashing damage. The other three pop out of theirs against the north wall. One of them runs after towards you, Valadir, with a 19 on the die for a double slash. That's going to catch me. For six points of damage, the second one heads towards Father Hammerbane with another hard 20 for eight points of damage. I'm going to require you to switch out your dice. I yeah, like this right. one. And then it's going to try to hit you with the hand as well, Father, for an 11 on the die for 15 to hit. Uh, misses. Misses. So, it, And then the third one actually goes and runs towards the back of the room and posts itself next to the lone individual that was standing on the dais. Father mm -hmm. Hammerbane, what would you like to do seeing all this shit <clears throat> develop? Are these, these are all undead. They are. This is your this is your forum, <laughs> Madre. I know, but I'm I'm trying to. <clears throat> I don't what, know if I want to turn take your pants and... off. This is audio only. <laughs> for no, now. I don't. I don't know that I want to turn undead just yet. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, how close? There's one that's close to me, right? One that's right on you. One that's right on Valadir. Uh, Forty feet away. You've got three of them that are on Warren and Dempsey. And then probably 30 feet to the back room is where the last one had ran. Okay. I'm going to 40 feet from you, but because of his his sarcophagi was the furthest away, he was able to make it in his move. Yeah. But uh, Valadier and I are close together and we have two, two of them on us. Yeah. So I'm going to use cantrip toll of the dead on the one that's closest to me. He's got to make a, a wisdom saving throw. Roll it. I will. 15. 14 oh. on die. Okay. You, sir. Uh, <laughs> that was a good roll. <laughs> okay. So I'm not going to do I any damage. It. Thumbs up. <laughs> Brian, <laughs> no, it's hot tonight. No damage uh -huh. there. Okay. Um, and I will take... Uh, is he within five feet of me? Yes, he is. He's right against you. Right up against you. Okay, loving I'm just you. I'm just gonna raise my shield at this point. Gently loving you. That's Audrey. it. From the back of the room, you see the one lone individual that was back there produce a bow. And pull back. It's got four targets. I'm gonna go right down the initiative tracker. Number three. Warren draws this thing back and fires. For a 16 on the die. I think that's that probably will hit. going to hit. Mm -hmm. 
for six points of damage, and he stays where he is at. Warren. Well, I've got this thing in front of me to deal with, so I am going to risk a, an attack of opportunity. Okay. And take a step back. You could take a, a five foot step away, though, without incurring that, can't you? I mean, not. You could not disengage. Like, yeah, well, doing a disengage takes my action. Oh, and you don't want to do it that. Does. Okay. No, Correct. Okay. So he'll take his basic attack at you. Miss. He's got a four on the die. Okay. Nice. I'm going to uh, turn around and attempt to blast him in the face with an Eldritch Blast. Boom! That is an 18 to hit. That's going to hit. Blasty Blast. Now, this isn't that. the one that that Dempsey hit. This is a, this is the one that was dealing with you. Correct. Okay. So that is nine points of force damage and two additional points of fire damage. And then I'm going to go ahead and move a little circuitously. Um, if I have enough movement, what I would like to do is not be in melee range, but be on the opposite side of the skeletons that are engaged with Dempsey. So it would be like Dempsey, there his skeletons that he's fighting, and then I'd be like 10 feet on the other side of that. So where did you want to go? Into the middle of the room? Um, yeah, close like, to the middle like of the room. Like your way to the middle of the room? Is that what you wanted to do? Um, just south of the middle of the room. Okay. Validir. I was reading to see if I could persuade this guy, but might be up to you if I can or not just because he's undead. I'm going to doubt that highly. <laughs> you you probably wouldn't even need to make a an insight check to know that these six individuals are here for one purpose and that purpose is up there at the dais. I was just, just by that one flavor, went <laughs> to post himself next to his daddy. Hmm. Well, that's all right. What if I persuade him to go stand by his daddy? What if he's already kinda... standing by his daddy? Yeah, but there's you? there's only one though. The uh, the one in front of me is not correct because there's three of them. Well, they speak common. You could try. Ah, screw it. I'll just attack him. <laughs> <laughs> you make me go through all this shit. Fine, attack him, tough guy. He's gonna all persuade right. you next round. It... I'll persuade him back. Put your pants back on. What's your persuasion? Oh, first attack me. is going to be a definite miss with an eight. Oh, yeah, that sucks. Second attack, a 19 to hit. That's going to hit. Causing six points of slashing damage. Six. All right. Dempsey. Oh, did you want to move or anything? You want to stay there? I'm going to stay right there. Stay and fight, baby. We do not run. Dempsey. On the south side of the room, we got three skeletons, and then over on the north side, there's two. And then the two up on the dais. That's correct? Yes, that's correct. Um, I think he's still just going to keep barging through the one that's right in front of him, try to wear this guy down. Okay. Ice cold. That was a four on the dice. This is a 14 total. That is going to miss. That's a miss, yeah. So he goes for miss. one, like a powerhouse kick, and it just whiffs. Yeah. 
I got something for your ass on the next one, though. That's all right. <laughs> That's okay. I'm <laughs> not a coelho. She's going to throw love me in the morning, my friend. Boy, he's ready for you right now, tough guy. This is all I have, my friend. So the one that is adjacent to you, Dempsey, comes down with a single-handed swing again. Two on the dice. Misses. Trying to oh, switch that no, bitch out. But he's going to attempt to scratch you again. Mm-hmm. With a 14 on the dice, that is going to hit 19 to hit. Yeah, that's going to hit. How am I doing? Ooh. I'm going to let you know right now. For another three points of dam necrotic damage and permanent hit point loss of three. Ugh. I'm sorry, it's it's six points necrotic damage, three points uh, permanent hit point loss. I got you, babe. The other one, which was originally next to Warren, pivots and goes after Warren with two hands on his sword. Rolls a one on the die. Dex check. Hard 20. Hangs on to it. The third one there has two to go after. One, two for Dempsey. Three, four for Warren. Dempsey, you're the lucky man. Coming at you with double-handing this long sword again. Bring it. 16 on the die. That's going to do Negative, it. son. No? 16 on the die for 21 oh, to 16? Hit. Yeah, that yeah. definitely hits. Okay, there you go. Uh, four points of damage. Hey, and if you write in, people listening, Brian will send you these dice because these yeah, bitches are hot. Sure he's just rolling nothing but hard 20s here. Fuck. What was the damage? I'm sorry. Four. Four? Okay. So the one that's on the dais that's next to his master looks at you, Warren. Looks at his master and his master nods. He runs down there double-handing his sword and attacks you with a 19 on the die for 10 points of damage. Hey. The one that's in front of you, Valadir, will try to hit you once with one sword. 19 on the die. That's going to hit. For three points of damage. Stupid thing. And will attempt to scratch you as well. For an 18 on the die. That's going to hit. That's for six points of necrotic damage, three points of permanent hit point loss. By the way, these hit point losses will be absolved after a long rest. The third Crypt Guardian begins its attack against you, Father Hammerbane. Raises up his sword with two hands. I can't use that one. <laughs> It's probably a 20. Unless it's low. Use it. Use it. Uh, 15 to hit. Uh, that will miss. That will miss. Hold on a second. He has to go fish it. Dice <laughs> are all over the floor. What's that? <laughs> it's like your Shut dice up. are all over the flow floor. That ever happened? It falls, but it's on a 20. You're like, that's legal, right? And that was actually his move because he used the sword in two hands. Father Hammer Bane. After deftly evading this creature's attack, what would you like to do? Uh, I'm not feeling so good right now. I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna give myself a little healing, love. <laughs> I gotta keep the rest of these, uh, rest of the party up. I'm gonna sit this one out. Yeah. Uh, uh, 
Um, ooh, nice. Uh, casting Cure Wounds, uh, 19 points of healing upon thyself. Physician. Uh, yeah. Heal thyself. Heal thyself. Do you want to move or you want to stay there? Um, I'm going to stay where I'm at. You sure? Choppy, choppy. <laughs> no, I'm good where I'm at. From the top of the dais, the one dressed in this regal adornment looks down at the battlefield in front of him inside this crypt tilts his head back a little and if he could do so you almost hear him inhaling deep what is that scent gods of my honor do my senses deceive me have the fates finally changed hands we have a Belheim in our presence. Fate is fickle indeed. My loyal brethren, bring the Belheim down. We shall enact our revenge for having been locked away by his kind. You see him raise his hand as he drops his bow. And you see this charged bolt of blackness streak from his fingertip bending like all light around that's inside this crypt, catching it in his wake as it targets you, Warren. Great. <laughs> yeah. Going to. He's so <laughs> lovely. 16 to hit. That will hit. For nine points of damage. And in his other hand, he does the same thing. <laughs> uh, okay. That's 16 on the die. I think that one's going to hit two mm -hmm. for four points of damage. Okay. Bring I have the belly to my feet. And he just stands up there on the dais. Warren, what would you like to do? Um, I will turn back to him and I will say, this room that you have that is a monument to the failure that you were to the Belheim line, it will be no more. And with that, I will cast a Shatter spell that will include him and the crypt that he rose out of. And for reference, Shatter does double damage to structures and objects. Okay, it's, it's a sarcophagus. Yep, that's fine. Okay, all right. Just... Like the any any homage to him being in there is just destroyed. So he will need to make a fortitude saving throw. Fortitude. Oh, mm -hmm. I'm sorry, Constitution. Sorry, I've been reading Pathfinder too. No, no problem. I know I've got to convert all that stuff too when we're doing all this stuff too. Which eighteen? Uh, that will save. So. I had rolled a total of 18 damage, so he actually takes 9. If you want to roll the saving throw for the sarcophagus itself, that's cool. Otherwise, it takes double damage, so it would take 36. You know, I'm going to go ahead and roll the, the save for that. Okay. 19 on the die. Okay. So I'm gonna assume uh, that it, it would take it probably it would took take some yeah it probably took some structure and it starts to splinter and crack. He looks down at it. Don't 
about that for me. You only destroy your own resting place. Did you want to move anywhere? I don't have any of them engaged with me, do I? Yeah, you have two of them. In fact, I was going to ask you, that wasn't like a ranged spell, was it? Uh, it was not something that I need to worry about being in melee. It was not like a ranged attack, which I would have disadvantage on. Yeah. It was just a saving throw. Okay. Yeah, you, you still have the two that are on you. The one that came from oh. the dais and the other one that uh, broke off from Dempsey. Well, actually, when you left Dempsey, two of them stayed with Dempsey and the third one went to you. Oh, I somehow missed that. Yeah, okay. you've got, you've Whatever. got two no, on you I'll... and you. Valadir has one. Tommy has one and Dempsey has two. Okay. Did you want to move or you want to hold? I mean, I cannot move without taking an attack of opportunity and I have two hit points, so. Okay. I'm just going to have to suck it for right now. Valadir. Still have that one guy on top of me, right? Yes. All right. I'm actually going to go ahead and attack with my scimitar. Come on. That's a non-hard 20, soft 20. No, it's going to hit. <laughs> 30, 20? <laughs> 30, 20 for 7 and, points of damage. And you've hit this guy before. I have. But, yeah. Second attack is 23 to hit. No, it's going to hit too. For another 8 points of damage. And I'm actually going to use my Bardic Inspiration for myself and use Defensive Flourish will actually give me an additional D6 damage and also the number added is uh, rolled onto my AC till the start of my next turn. Okay. So five points additional damage. Ooh. Damn, Junior. And I got five temporary points to my AC. What's that look like? Whoa. Five points? <laughs> the, the defensive flourish that's able to deflect five points of AC. Uh, it's kind of do, uh, since he Valadir is kind of like a showmanship, he'll probably do like a backflip yes. and just kind of <laughs> with his scimitars. It's like a Napoleon Dynamite kind of move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only like three hip thrusts in there, though. Dempsey. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of hip thrusts, um, yes. you've, you've got two individuals on you right now. What would you like to do? So listening to what that guy said, I want to see what these bad guys do. Can I hold and if they move away from me, take my action? I'll just hold my turn. I want to see what these guys do before I declare. Is that legal? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Can't you do a ready action? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Just ready his, you know, he puts his dukes up and the two guys that are next to him, if either one of them walk away, he wants to hit him. But um, basically, he doesn't want to let them leave from his square. So if they try to move, he's going to attack. Okay. So let's go with the first one that's on Warren. He swings down the sword with a single hand. 13. Will miss. And then tries to touch you with his hand. 16. That will hit. That will hit. For five points of damage and three and points down I of go. con damage. Ooh. Down I go. The second one on you 
will attack you as well. And he'll do that okay. with advantage. Both of them, eight on the die. Both of them uh, I mean, it doesn't matter. If I'm down, he automatically hits. And it automatically crits. So it's I, I automatically think... two failures. Is that... Okay. I, I mean, that that's what happens when someone yeah, goes I, down. I thought that. I read it, though, that if somebody goes down, attack rolls against the individual have advantage. It doesn't say if that. They are I, I didn't see that it saw that it automatically hits. That only if it does hit, it's a crit. Am I wrong in that interpretation of the rule? Uh, I recently came in, was in a similar situation in another game, and it was that it automatically hits, but um, it, uh, I defer to you on that. So, I mean, if you want to have them, uh, uh, I'm at the very least prone, so at the very least they have advantage on attacking me. When the monster targets fallen character with the second hit, the adversary is likely to hit critical hit on a first start. I can't see it. And I was looking it up because I knew that this was a boss battle. Mm-hmm. They start making death saving throws. Attack rolls against the unconscious character had advantage, and any attack that hits the character is a critical hit if the attack is within five feet of the character. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So, yeah, if that second hit hit me... It did not. Was... Okay. It then, not. in that case, I'm just down. Okay. So you're down. One of them that's on Dempsey mm -hmm. leaves him. Make your attack. Yes, buddy. I knew it. That is a 13. Miss. Okay. And goes to Warren to attack him with a sword. Mm-hmm. 19 on the die. That will hit, so that's hit. critical. So that's okay. two failures. That's two failures. Mm -hmm. The other one that's on Dempsey will stay and attack you, Dempsey. Okay. Seven on the die. Miss reaches out that's with his hand. Miss. Here comes the right, other hand the for one? you, okay. then, babe. Oh, the hard 20. Right in for that dice. People roll the hard 20 podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Seven points of damage. And three okay. points of negative con. Validir. This one stays with you and attacks you. For eight on the die. Goes for the hand. Six on the die, even worse. Father Tomi. This one stays on you as well. For a six on the die and a four on the die. That die is no longer valid. Father Hammerbane. Gonna throw a heel over at Mr. Dempsey. That is gonna be four points of healing on Mr. Dempsey. Did you want to move? Um, no, I do not. I'm gonna just sit here and tank this bad guy, trying okay. to keep the rest of us up. You see, Arturic rise to his full form drops the bow and pulls an axe off his back and walks down to you Warren and he leans over you Jesus what are you doing in my crypt Belhaim you should have never ever opened that door and he brings the axe down <laughs> I gotta bring it over man <laughs> And this is TPK, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that is the hard 20. We're all fucked. 
Dude, yeah. you're using weighted dice, man. I am not. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I'm dead. Oh. He looks at the other three and says, If you leave him here, I will let you live. And give us a ring. What ring are you talking about? And you see the the rest of his honor guards are just 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 frothing. What ring are you talking about? Rings you made sacred vows to Mrs. Belheim. This old iron piece of crap. And he pulls it off of his ring finger and throws it. And it bounces against the wall, narrowly missing you, Valadir. I take it that she has sent you here. You don't know what she has done to me. You don't know what she did to our children, do you? insane woman. You ever wondered why she might have been locked away in her own crypt? You think about that as you hear my loyal men howl in pain up and down the corridors of this crypt for the injustice she served upon me and the rest of the slayers of Nazili. Take the ring leave the body never Dempsey's going to war Warren I'm dead oh you're oh shit okay like I'm dead 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 Valadir I'm gonna pick up the ring for one okay and I'll make my attack how far how close was the ring do I have to step aside and go grab it you say it's against the wall I would say it probably rolled towards you, but the problem is you have one of those guys right next to you. Yeah. Okay, I'll do this. Have they Have they all, now that Warren's down and our turret has come down, has all of the other entities, have they just stopped attacking? Or are they still engaged with us? They're right next to you. They're waiting to see what you do. He gave you a, an ultimatum. A, basically two choices. Yeah, if you want to call it an ultimatum, it wasn't like, stay and die or it was you know leave him take the ring and leave him or you know it's he thought it was pretty pretty clear cut who wants to turn warren into one of these things yeah i'm gonna take a step back and pick up the ring okay and then that will put me at a distance from the creature did he attack of opportunity or anything not yet he just he's still holding he's still holding Hmm. I'm gonna give a quick look to Tommy and Dempsey, and looks like Dempsey's ready to fight. I'm gonna pop a hammer vein. I don't feel this is a fight we can win, Dempsey. Then we go down together. No, we're we're down. <laughs> we're down a man. I don't believe this is a fight we can win. Are you guys yelling this across? Yeah, I'm yelling it across the room, We like step back man. just a second, guys. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> we need a cyber. It's like Shark Tank. <laughs> we just could we have the room? 
just for a minute. Thanks. But uh, I'm yelling across the room. The room for the rest of eternity. Nah, Dempsey's lost too many friends, man. He's uh, this is like battle rage time. I see you deliberating back and forth. This can't be a difficult decision. Take the ring, leave the body. Don't wind up here with the rest of us. Tommy's yelling across the room again for Dempsey to take a deep breath, compose himself, and think about the situation we're in. No, oh, man. My turn? It is your turn. <laughs> so Dempsey lets Actually, loose uh, a of dwarven swears that you have not heard and ever. Hold on, hold on a second there, swear. Mm -hmm. Valadir, did you finish off your... your I was at a hold, but I'm pretty much done. I was just waiting with the consensus of everyone was. Okay. I mean, it looks like we might all die in here tonight. Dempsey, you so, got your litany of swears and prayers and all that there other was, happy crap? Yeah, you know, they all run. So there was two guys on me. One guy walked away, and I tried to hit him and didn't. And then the second guy did hit me, so he's still on you me. one guy on you. All right, he's going to are over Warren's body, including Arturic. Yeah, I totally miss. That's a nine. I was going to go for a trip attack and try to get out of there. I'm just going to move then. I'm just going to take the attack opportunity. I'm going to move towards uh, Warren's body. How far can I get? Can I get to him? You could get feet? there, but yeah. you know that there's, just like there's a lot of people over there right now. You okay with that? Mm -hmm. Okay, well, yeah. here's your attack of opportunity. 15 on the die. That's going to be 19 to hit. That's a hit. Okay. For eight points of damage. Okay. And that's slashing? Yes, it is. Okay. Are you raging? Yes. In fact, you miss me. <laughs> oh, I did. Oh. oh, no, I didn't. I'm bullshitting you. Fuck you, you're dead to me. Or yeah. you will be pretty soon. Now the battle's right. on. You come have on, come made on. your decision. Not only will your friend remain here, but all of you will remain here. So as you make your way, you're now over there next to Warren's body, right? Okay. okay. The one that just did his attack of opportunity on you is actually right on your heel, coming down with the same sword again, hopefully with a better attack roll this time. Hope he likes the way Dempsey nope. ass smells. Tries to reach out with his hand. Reach out and touch. For 17. 17 is the to hit. That is a miss. Shut up in there, man. <laughs> For four points of damage and three points of con damage. The one that's in front of you, Valadir, attacks you. That'll be a miss. Hand. Worse. That die is now dead. The one against you, Father Tomy. Get the healer. Make sure he doesn't heal any more of his buddies. His boys. Die Fucking two on the die. <laughs> Oi, and a four. You're dead to be two. However, we still have the three that are right over Warren's body waiting for Dempsey to come. First one attacks you, Dempsey, with both hands on his sword. 19 on the die. Yep. For seven points of damage. 
The second one does the same thing. 19 again. God Ooh, bless. Shit. Damn. That's a die for eight points of damage. And the third one. Oh, the hard 20. <laughs> this might be it. That's a double giveaway. <laughs> Lifts along at home, folks. That's a dead giveaway. Got to hold out hope for... Well, it's only a one on that one, but a six on that one for seven, uh, nine points of damage. This is all slashing, right, Brian? Yes, it is. He's just like wipes his mouth. And when he does, he slings the blood. And he's like, you got to do a lot better than that, boyos. I haven't done anything yet, my friend. Father Hammer Bane. <laughs> um, he's already far? gone. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like... Peace. So uh, I am going to lay down my turn undead. <gasps> so all of the undead have to make a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving throw. Okay. We'll go with the one that's next to you first. Okay. Okay. 11. He fails. The one He's... next to Validir. We'll address their movement in a moment. Okay. 11. Fail. The one that just... Uh, the one that followed Dempsey. 19. Saves. The one of the first three that's standing over Warren's body. 18. Saves. Two over his body. Two. Fails. I need to put a little tick mark here. So the one next to you failed. The one next to Validir failed. And two of them saved. The third one over Warren's body. Two. Fail. And Arturic. Oh, come on, baby. Come on. Natural one. <laughs> 16. Ugh, he saved. Okay. Fuck. So the ones that failed immediately begin to haul ass. I mean, so that's one, two, three, four of them. And they run to the southeast wall. That's by the dais? Yes. The two that saved, including Arturic, remain next to Warren's body. Did you want to move or anything? Yeah, I'm gonna you're move. free now. There's nobody next to you yeah. or Validir at this point. Yep, I'm gonna move. Um, hold on, standby. Standing. I'm gonna move back towards the door, within okay. about within about ten feet of the door uh, behind Dempsey. Well, Dempsey's more in the middle of the room now. Oh, he's moved in. Yeah, he I'll moved, be, he next to he's next to Warren's body. Gonna be ten feet from the east. Uh, ten feet east of the door. Okay. Arturic looks at you, father. He looks at Dempsey. He looks at Validir. One, two for you, father. Three, four for Dempsey. Five, six for Validir. Dempsey. Mm-hmm. South will rise again. He steps over Warren's body <laughs> and brings this axe down upon you. Let me ask you a question. 20 to hit? Yup. 
for eight points of damage. Damn. <laughs> then he tries to touch you with his hand. You will be mine too. These guys really like touching people. They do. They really do. Right. 16. That does not hit. Oh, it doesn't hit. He, he, you nimbly reach back with your oiled skin as he tries to fondle you. He does the old you. Miyagi, like the paint the fence. Ching. You shall moves be it away. Valadir, what would you like to do? You're free you of, of any uh, opponents on you also. You said uh, a group of uh, soldiers ended up gathering around the southeast wall? Yeah. All right. How many of them are there? Three of them? There's four. There's four? There's All right. Four. Only two of them made the save, including Arturic. Well, two plus Arturic. The other four. Okay. Now, just so you know, Father, maybe you should advise him if he attacks those four. Yeah. Any, any of those that got turned... Mm -hmm. If you break, if you attack them, my turn breaks and they come back on the field. They are doing for the, for one minute. They are doing everything they can to get away from me. Okay. In that case, I'll change my have Arturic roll a constitution save for me. 18. 18 that is going to pass so i'm casting shatter upon him and that will be half right six half so yeah. six points of damage six points very good now that everybody's all shaken and stirred here dempsey all right you have our turk right in front of you right now mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just the one guy and i've got warren at my feet you got the one you got him in front of you and mm -hmm. two of his boys just to his right which is like just north of him so this it's, is, and, it's him yeah and lightning going off right in front of you you know this is, yeah it's very mm -hmm. reminiscent of when you stood toe-to-toe -to -toe with drosk actually you see in like the interchange of the face and like mm -hmm. the tusk he reaches into his pocket and he actually touches the tusk that he rips out of that he ripped out of drosk's face and uh He's like, not this time, not this time. Now this is gonna get pretty technical. Bonus action, Fuck yes, nine on the die. Second win, so he's gonna, and he just pulls back some hit points. But your max is lowered, though. Make sure you keep that in mind. Oh, I'm nowhere near max. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. So, um, so he sucks it up. You can interact with something just freely, right? Depends on what you're interacting with. Like, you could open a door yeah. or anything like that. But can I open, like, just grab Warren? Like, I just grab the the middle of his chest. My idea is to grab him and then move away. No, because I think that's a, that's a strength thing that you're going to be going with with him, with his body. All right, then he'll just take the dodge action, I guess. And then, like, that that's the move. He's going to, he wanted to get the hit points back, but he wants to get ready to, to run. Okay. But he wants to take Warren with him. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you what, why don't you roll your d20 against mine real quick? Come on. I rolled a cheating. six. It's just straight up. I rolled up. a 14. 14. As you stick your hand in your pocket, you rub this tusk, and you think about Drosk, your adrenaline begins to burn at just this incredible speed in your body, and you're like, fuck it, I can do it, and you reach down to grab him. Now, 
if you want to do it, I'll make an attack at a disadvantage against you mm -hmm. if you want to make that chance. Yeah, that's what he wants okay. to do. He wants All to right. get out of there. All right, come on. The lowest one is 10, though. So he swings and he misses you. Yes. So you got Warren's body with you, mm -hmm. moving at half speed. The two that were standing next to our turret immediately set off after you. Catch up he's to like, you. give me some cover. First one attacks you. We need airstrike. From behind. For 15 on the die, so 19 to hit. Yup. For five points of damage. Second one with two hands on his sword, too. 19 on the die. For six points of damage. He's still up, babe. He's still up. Jeez, right on. Keep going, tough guy. Father Hammerbane. You see Dempsey's five feet away from you. You see him carrying Warren on his back, mostly using his body as like a back shield. Using Warren as a shield? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, are you, are you, is he retreating at this point? Yeah, are we he's, out? He's, he's running towards the door with his body, yeah. All right. Let's, uh, the body, I'll have all of you. Uh, I yell out to Dempsey to pick up the pace. Let's go. Valadir, let's go. It's time to leave. Marines, we are leaving. <laughs> so are you just going to stand there and shout encouragement? Or are you actually going to go through the door? I'm, I'm actually, um, if I if I do an aid, oh, what is it? Is he is it because with him carrying uh, Warren, is he um, is, is his pace diminished because he's carrying something? I'm saying he's moving at half speed because of the encumbrance of him. Can I like aid him to try to get get him to like encourage him to pick it up so that he's full movement? <laughs> Grab Let, unless body. you have let's something that can mechanically yeah. show me that you could do that. I don't. I don't think we can do that. Uh, Your best bet is to be on the other side of that door, ready to leave uh, Valadir in there with the rest of the boys. No, I don't think so. How, <laughs> how far is <laughs> how far is Valadir from me? He is twenty five feet from you, because you're still fifteen feet in the room. Or 10 feet in the room. Were you 10 feet from the door or 15? That's 10 feet. 10 feet okay, from the so door. Okay, so he's 25 feet from you. Yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm going to move back towards the door and, and wait inside the room, but right at the door and yell for Valadir to get down on it and move. Start get beating that drum. Out. Get down on it. Dempsey's about there. Okay. Or Turek. I'm fucking dead. Sees you fleeing. You see him raise his hand, and out comes this charged bolt of blackness towards you. With the hard 20. <laughs> you guys want to see these? No? The dice are your. <laughs> Please, I want to show you these. Dice. You want to see these? <laughs> oh. Show you two dice. For 13 points of damage. This is like magical stuff damage? Yes, necrotic. Okay. 
And he's going to give you a chance to drop the body. Oh, he's well. dropping the body because when that happens, Dempsey drops. Okay, that then he'll, be he'll half turn damage. towards you, Valadir. Not with Necrotic. And hold his hand up towards <laughs> you and say, Do you want some of this too, tough guy? Yet. I, I go back. Then take the one that turn? fell, leave the bell name, and leave my crypt. He's giving you the opportunity to take Dempsey's body. Tell me he's going to move is forward. Dempsey and... down? Yeah. I didn't yeah, think he was down. down. Oh, yeah. yeah. Down. He takes okay. full from, from the magic stuff. Shit. I'll make my way out and grab Dempsey's body. Can we, like, daisy chain both bodies? <laughs> like human centipede. <laughs> he's all, leave the bell lame here. All right, I'm just going to grab Dempsey for, for now and start making my way out. I have 30 feet of movement. If I... You want me to use a strength check to get Dempsey out of the room or just use my movement completely? No, I would just let you use your movement completely because at this point you've broken off. You're no longer in combat. So you're not, okay. I'm not worried about you picking him up at this point. But as you pick him up and you and Father Hammerbane, what are you guys doing? I'm moving forward to try to help Valadir get Dempsey's body and drag him out. You pick him up and you start moving him towards the door. I'm taking yeah. it. Yep. You see the two remaining whites follow you. Their weapons are down, making sure you go towards the door. And behind them, you see our Turk lean down and pick up Warren's body, turn and start moving back up towards the dais and towards his own sarcophagus. As you guys cross the threshold to this door, entering that 20-foot hallway. One of the creatures grabs the door and begins to close it. And as you're watching, just past the door closing, you see Arturk put Warren's body in his sarcophagus and close the lid. And the door closes completely. And that is where we will end this session. Oh my god. Holy shit. Fucking Tula Bellheim did him dirty. Dude, we all got some Alabama dirty. bullshit, man. Killing our own people. Fuck, man. Thank you for joining us once again on Roll the Hard 20 Podcast. Remember, you can find us and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcasts, and Audible. And if you like what you're listening to, leave us that five-star rating and review. We have also have a YouTube channel at Roll the Hard 20, so if you're into watching, head on over and hit that subscribe bell. We can also be found in the wild on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So don't forget to look for us there and check us out. You can also contact the show directly at RollTheHard20Podcast at gmail.com or head on over to the website at RollTheHard20Podcast.com where you can download the current show directly, pick and choose past shows from our archives, or view our galleries. We've got a lot of stuff posted there, so check us out. And finally... Join us on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash rollthehard20podcast where you can become a hard slinger and pick up swag. So until next session, 
keep your dice warm and your glass topped off as you roll those hard 20s.